If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Sorry I was gone, but look, I made you some content. Daddy made you your favorite open wide. Here comes the content. Okay, so I'm a bad person. Hi, and welcome to Essence of Azeroth, a podcast that's supposed to be about World of Warcraft, hosted by a supposed game journalist uh, with plenty of free time on his hands, of which I am none of those things. (laughs) Um, I'm Will Harrison, and this is the first time I've popped up on Essence of Azeroth here in a couple of months now. This is somewhat of a check-in, but also a mini-episode. I'm just gonna talk off the top of my head and listen to my cat yell at the door as we do some talking shop and I kind of talk through my feelings and we'll also look at a little bit of Burning Crusade for today because wouldn't you know it Burning Crusade classic they finally did it Uh, the Burning Crusade is out the doors and in the servers and everyone can experience the tumultuous sadness that comes along with having a brand new character come to Hellfire Citadel and then you get raffle stomped by the Felt Reaver. It happens every single time. Uh, but to first things first, the real reason I haven't been around is, and I think I've alluded to this a little bit, but I just got incredibly burnt out on World of Warcraft. And part of it is my fault. My personality when it comes to taking in games like MMOs and why MMOs, any MMO, is so dangerous for me. Um, I I bet people can relate. It's just I tend to jump in with both feet as far into the pool as possible. And at the time, this you know, back in October, I was still writing as a games journalist. I had a review copy for Shadowlands. I was really excited for it because the afterlife stuff, as we've touched on, is some of my favorite parts of World of Warcraft lore. The Lich King was coming back. Um, Sylvanas was gonna get hers. Like if there was ever a dream expansion on paper, I think that was it. And The reality was a a, a combination of true and false and maybes. Um, I I think Shadowlands, upon a first fresh experience, when you first go through all of that beginning, uh, is very good. It's tight storytelling that sometimes loses its beat because it's so worried about that like amusement park-esque nature of Blizzard game development now, where they want you to get on the ride as quickly as possible. We're done past the days where... 0.3% of the audience uh, ever saw a raid. Uh, It's a lot like being in line for a a water slide and the guy at the top who probably isn't all that safe or caring about your safety is just saying, go, go, 
go, and then occasionally, you know, a large kid gets stuck in the slide and everybody has a bad time. And in this case, I was the large kid because I played way too much of it because initially I was reviewing it. But then I did that wow thing I did that I think a lot of people do, that I just was only playing it and I played too much and I I went through the content too hard. And it was right around the time that I started gearing up for Mythics. <laughs> um, and I did at that point where I kind of stopped and I thought man, I'm not having fun anymore. Now, there was some real-life circumstances that kind of came around with that. Um, I was looking for IRL work at the time. There was this whole pandemic thing going on, which, um, depending on where you're at, has never really stopped, and I think we're still feeling the effects of that. Um, And I had lost my major writing gigs at the end of last year. Um, The Toledo Blade let me go as a columnist due to budget cuts. I lost a position uh, with a Valorant... Uh, site because they didn't have uh, money coming in and it kind of all just fell apart from there so it was kind of a confluence of events that just led me to not wanting to hit record and not wanting to talk in front of a microphone like i am now and and maybe that's because the essence of azeroth you are used to is a highly produced highly honed thing that was kind of the like nightmare brainchild of me and kotaku writer ash Parrish because we were just like talking lore on uh, twitter one day and she had messaged like you know you should really do something with it uh twitch i first thought like nobody wants to listen to me talk about lore and then i thought do i want to listen to me talk about lore i don't know <laughs> um but that's kind of where we're at um I think I am still a little burned out. Like, I'm not going to go back to WoW anytime soon, I don't think. Not unless... I will probably head back around the Phase 3 patch rollout, so whatever after they're doing now. That's usually about the time I pick WoW expansions back up uh, and kind of get rolling into it. Because by that point, I can burn through the early parts of the patch content. I can gear up at my own speed and kind of go through it whenever I want. Um, But it doesn't mean we're done, because... And maybe this is pointed out by my wife, Rachel, but there's still so much to do and still so much to talk about uh, when it comes to World of Warcraft. And maybe it's also possible that we, I just need to branch out a little bit. And I don't know what that means yet. Um, this will always primarily be a audio space focused on Blizzard products, and especially World of Warcraft, but we might see some kind of expansion out into other universes, where we could talk about other things. Um, maybe even some that are tangential to World of Warcraft. I don't know yet. Um, because this year is halfway through, and I'm where I was at six months ago is not where I am at now. Um, and that's that's okay. That is neither here nor there. And to the good folks who have actually still been giving money and clicking uh, on past episodes and sharing it, um, I'm a little astounded by everything. Uh, the first episode on Bonsomni is about to hit a thousand listens. Um, 
which is astounding to me. And even as recently as this week, uh, hits and downloads continue coming in, and I'm I'm blown away. And in many ways, I feel bad because. I wish I would have been supporting this all along. And depending on if I hadn't gotten this very well-paying but very stressful job um, that I now have, I probably should have kept it up and seen where it had gone. But that was my mistake. And it's a mistake I feel like I need to correct and that I owe to people who were listening to this. Because Essence of Azeroth began as a passion project that, when I thought about the idea... um, amused me it was something that i would want out of a podcast you know something moody and interesting and introspective and i hope it is all those things to all of you um but in the meantime we do have a little bit of space here and i think i've mentioned before that i think burning crusade is probably my favorite expansion now those who know me including friend of the show uh Andrew Fraser would say like oh no I'm all about Wrath of Lich King and they're not wrong he's not wrong and you wouldn't be wrong to say that I do love Lich King but you never forget your first and Burning Crusade was where I cut my teeth on a 32k modem playing an Appalachia on a computer with a an old ass voodoo video card leveling up a um an alliance priest a Draenei on a pvp server so yes but put that all together 32k modem as a priest on a pvp server um and i did that one to 60 um and let me tell you that was a struggle but that's just how much that game grabbed me and then when i finally made it to college and was able to experience the rest of the game like dungeons and raiding like my first time raiding in um in burning crusade was just magical like it felt like going into a theme park is which we you know we talk about that that theme park-esque nature of, of world of warcraft and it's just something i haven't let go of even to this day and, and maybe that's why karazhan is so special in my heart is because karazhan is that f- like first seemingly insurmountable raid that i spent weeks with pug groups and then later guilds like jumping into and banging my head against and the first time i was in a group that beat the chess event i was just like we did it we did it i have achieved greatness like getting even getting attuned for karazhan felt like this big important milestone that i was proud of because i by and large had to do it you know on my own attunement back then was not a joke and for any of you who might be listening who don't understand attunement they were just these long quests that you couldn't really cheat Uh, you had to go out and do the work if you wanted to get uh, heroic versions of dungeons and the raids especially karazhan unlocked and that is something that I, i will always hold dear um it was a weird time in my life starting college and spending basically all of my spare time in world of warcraft because on the weekends i drove 45 minutes south to go back home to my hometown to work and my parents didn't have any internet at that point so you know i, I work friday saturday and come back late sunday night 
and then start school again. So it, it, it really was my social network. It was the thing that got me through. Um, and I will always remember that. And, and, and that's the kind of story that if I tell somebody older than me, they'll probably look at it and be like, oh, that's sad. All you did was play video games. And now if I said that to like people younger than me, they'd be like, yeah, man, that's not special. Like We all do that because we all live through our phones and one day we're going to uh, deactualize and we'll realize that the internet's poisoning us all. And if we're also lucky to get to that point. <laughs> um, but for a little bit of lore, if you might be jumping into Burning Crusade as it was the first time, um, some of the more interesting points of interest that you might come across, especially in Hellfire Citadel, um, I love the story that's kind of the back and forth between the Magar and uh, the Blood Elves that are in the area, because as it's been fleshed out later in lore, especially in the Illidan book, um, the back and forth battle of what is going on on that side of um, on that side of, of the territory is really fascinating because it paints a picture of complete and utter dominance in a way that. To that point i don't think world of warcraft had explored yet like, it's very interesting to me that there's just all this hostile territory if you go north you run into kill jaden's throne and um the boss whose name i can never say the world boss something like that um venturing into there by accident uh, when you get flying for the first time is a joy and a terror and then going back there as an overpowered tune and stomping everything is also equally thrilling um the aforementioned fell reaver which was of complete shock to me the first time i came across it and was just on my own killing some space pigs collecting some space intestine as you do and then i was dead like i think i i didn't have the sound on because back then i had my computer hooked up to my flat screen tv and it might have been one of those cases where I was listening to a podcast while playing um, while playing World of Warcraft, as you do. And if I had had the sound on, I would have heard the telltale, you know, a sound that would later come to be um, fear-inducing and, and striking terror into the hearts of um, sub-max-level players, which is why it's so great later when you hit max level and you can finally jump into a group to kill the damn thing. Um, and even if the loot was non-existent, I th think the only real reason you'd want to kill it is because you have to kill it as part of the attunement quest to... I don't think it's for Karazhan. I'm doing this all off the top of my head, which I know is a, a new and different way of doing this podcast because in the past it's all very highly scripted and edited and there's lo-fi hip-hop everywhere there will still be lo-fi hip-hop over this but it's it's something irreplaceable and i'm a little worried that going back to burning crusade now even though it's you know classic isn't going to be the same because og world of warcraft didn't feel the same to me it's just it's a different time the way we play video games is different the the way we interact with the knowledge of our games is different um and maybe i'm just a little worried that i'm not going to be in as love with it in as in as love i cannot talk today in love with it as much as i used to be and that's always the great terror um especially as you go on i mean that's, that was my big worry about getting burned out with world of warcraft 
recently again because I wondered if this was the time, like the time when I finally drop it, um, which I feel like I have been saying for 15 years, <laughs> and maybe I have. Um, we will be back soon with some Outlands specific content, um, specifically uh, continuing on jumping ahead in our raid series because I want to talk about Karazhan, and I've got a lot to say about Karazhan. And if we stick with the chronological order of our raid series, then I've got to go back to Azeroth, and I don't want to do that right now. Um, so if it keeps me into it, then we'll do what we can. But if you are listening and you've enjoyed the content before, please share it. Find me on Facebook. Find me on Twitter at Essence of Azeroth. Find us on Twitter at Essence of Azeroth. Um, give me your comments. Share me with me your hopes and dreams about World of Warcraft. What you like about it. What you don't like about it. What are your favorite moments? I, I, I love hearing people say, like, tell stories about memorable moments from when they've been playing. And, and it can even be small things like playing with a, a friend or a spouse, or it can be a big triumph, like finally downing a raid boss for the first time. I have all sorts of raid boss stories and would love to tell them. And if you tell us yours by leaving a voice message on anchor.fm, then we'll play it on the show. And I would love to, to geek out over those with you. But until then, um, this has been Will Harrison. Find me on Twitter on my own personal Twitter at double letter u harrison and as always find us anywhere you are on social media at essence of azeroth and until next time have a good one and remember to keep up your sub you don't want it to expire take care